Hey everybody, Jordan Stoltz here, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Welcome to episode 341. In today's show, this is, I guess, technically a workout Wednesday. I sometimes follow that general guideline of Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, Foodie Friday. Today actually is a workout Wednesday. I'm talking about training. I'm talking about how to train only two times a week. So I talked last episode about training more times per week, maybe when you feel a little bit unmotivated, but if the root cause of that struggle with motivation is that you're doing too much and you are um, doing something you can't really adhere to, you might be pleasantly surprised to find out you can actually make really, really good progress even as an intermediate or advanced lifter with only a couple workouts a week and you don't have to live in the gym and there are a lot of benefits to it as well. So that's what I'm talking about in today's show. Let's get started. Episode 341 of the Triple F Podcast. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. Jordan Stoltz here, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Welcome to another episode. This is 341, and today I'm talking training. I'm talking about only training two days a week. This is something I have experimented with. It is not my preference, which I'm going to start the show with, um, because I actually like doing some stuff uh, in the gym, and I've kind of made the gym something that's pretty easy to adhere to for me because it's a habit, and I have a home gym, so it's just right outside, and um, I like to use it, so I guess I like to train a little bit more than a couple times a week, and I'll talk about, you know, maybe the downsides of this as well, but I'll also talk about the benefits of this in today's show, and if you maybe heard a little bit and got a little bit excited last episode about, um, you know, if it resonated with you about how you're not able to adhere to your program because it might be too much, this episode is for you because I think a lot of us feel like we have to dive all in. We have to be, you know, living in the gym, all about fitness, um, to look a certain way or feel a certain way or accomplish some goal, which that's simply not true. I think that a lot of people do too much. I work with hundreds of people and I am shocked all the time about how much people do and how much work they put in to staying fit and burning calories and looking a certain way. Now, if this is something you enjoy, that's great. And I think that that is where it should be, right? If you enjoy going to boxing class, weight training class, hitting a weight workout in the afternoon, you know, going for a run at night, if you enjoy that, then that's great. You have some really good active hobbies. I feel like it's good to be there. But most people just feel like they have to do that to keep making progress or they plateau and they add in more. You know, you're talk I'm talking to people who go to body pump in the morning then hit a weight training session after, then they go to boxing class three days a week at night, oh, and in the mornings, they run five miles, and then on the weekends, you know, they they go to this other class, they go to Zumba class or yoga or something, and they're doing all these things combined, not because they like it, but because they feel like they have to, and if they really had the opportunity, they would definitely dial back on that, so I'm here to tell you you can, 
And I think that it's a very important fitness lesson to learn that you actually don't have to do as much as you think. And there's kind of a weird, um, kind of a weird relation here. And this is going to maybe be confusing to you listening. I hope it's not. I hope it comes across clear. But there's a lot of fallacies in fitness. And this is something I could talk about maybe on a whole episode if I could kind of gather the thoughts together. But it is something that might be a little bit confusing. And I might just get all lost and, you know, tongue tied myself talking about it. There's a lot of fallacies about how people get into fitness and don't really give something a complete try to the end. And they get into they really get into it, add more things, and then give credit to those things for their progress as an intermediate. So for example, let's say full body workouts, right? Full body workouts in the fitness industry are considered more of a beginner type thing. And, you know, maybe it's full body two times a week, three times a week, maybe it's um, full body five, six times a week. But eventually, Somebody will start in full body, get in pretty good shape, and then at that point, they see the results, so they start getting like kind of into fitness, and then they switch things up based on normal advice to not train full body, and then they're doing push-pull legs, some other split, some powerlifting program. They end up going to a different program, which might be fine, but they didn't truly give full body, the try all the way to the end, right? You can't accurately say that your progress wouldn't have been the same with keeping to follow what you started with. Same with diet, right? If you're saying, you know, oh, maybe you might not need as much protein as you think, right? What happens if you eat less protein and do everything else right? Because what happens a lot is people will not just do one part of fitness, they'll do everything, right? Which is good. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying it's maybe a fallacy to think you have to do something. So I'm just trying to challenge the way you think. So if you want to change your body, you're going to look into you know, diet and exercise, your exercise program. You start weight training. You start exercising. You start doing some kind of active hobby. That's great. And then you optimize your diet, eat more healthy foods, start tracking your calories, you eat more protein because that's what people recommend. People are recommending one gram per pound. But what would have happened, this is me trying to be a scientist here, what would have happened if you would have eaten half gram per pound, right? Half of the protein that you're recommended to, what would have happened if you ate that, ate the healthy foods, tracked your calories, and trained the same way? Do you think you would have made the same progress? It's almost impossible to say because we have these fallacies of kind of giving credit to the things that might not be making the biggest difference. It might be something else and we might have got to the same point anyways. So all that being said, you can be creative with things and don't feel like because it's not mainstream advice, it won't work. I believe there's a lot of different ways to the same destination. I believe that it's the best to Uh, Find something that you can stick to. If your adherence is high and your um, happiness with how the gym is in your life is high, then you're going to see progress. And people think they have to do everything right when 
no one really knows exactly what is right, right? You're basing stuff off of studies, but there aren't necessarily studies on um, on the other things, right? What happens if you do a little bit less and then do everything else right and then study that? That's all I'm saying. So training two times a week, I would say, would fall into this. And the experts are going to say that's not enough. The experts are going to say you're not able to focus on things. Uh, you know, I say if you can stick to it, that's good. And who really knows who really has followed a two-time-a-week training program for 10 years and did everything else right? You're eating, um, you're staying active, you're making progress in the gym. You know, can you really accurately say you won't make progress just because studies say it might not be the optimal way to train in a short period of time? So why would you even want to train two times a week? What are the benefits? And the first one is going to be you're not living in the gym. You're in the gym less. I think that it's a shame that these people I'm talking about that do so much thinking they have to they're in the gym so much, right? I mean, it's good they're using the gym that they're paying for, but at the same time, they could be doing other things. They could be hanging out with their kids. They could be, uh, you know, focusing on their career or their work or picking up another hobby that's going to be fun for them later on, you know? There's a lot of other things in life besides that. And for some, you need it, right? I've talked to some people who have five kids and just need the distraction, need to get the crazies out. And that's fine. And I'm maybe the same way. I feel like I need kind of some of that physical exertion every day to really feel um, peaceful and happy. And that could come, doesn't have to be in the gym, but the gym is a great way to get that out. So I'm actually more with that camp of people. I'm just trying to give you guys options. Uh, But you are going to be in the gym less, which is going to give you more time for other stuff. So if you're kind of annoyed at how much work and effort you have to put in, you, you know, I'm here to tell you you don't have to actually go as much as you think, and you can make progress, even if it, all the people say you can't, a little bit of a fallacy there. And you're going to have more time for activities that you enjoy, more time for things that you actually want to focus on, and that actually are going to give you more life gains, right, than just um, improving a bench press by five pounds. Just saying in the long run that might not matter as much as some other things you could be spending your time on. And that's coming from a fitness guy, right? Someone who does it a lot and who's done it for a long time. You got to realize that you're only going to get so much. There is diminishing returns out of spending your time that way. Um, Okay, and more of a physical benefit in your training is the recovery is going to be off the charts. If you're only going a couple times a week, let's say you go Monday and Thursday or Tuesday, Friday, something like that, Sunday, Wednesday, and those are your two gym days where you're weight training, your recovery is going to be so good because you have 48 hours between sessions at least, 72 between uh, you know, your day two and your next week's day one. So you are going to be very, very recovered and ready to go. I've experimented with this two times a week training. What I've figured out is that not only is your recovery really high, but you are insanely motivated for your next session because you're almost itching to go back to the gym if you're any kind of a fitness guy who you know you're used to going five times to the gym in a week and you go on Sunday but you're not allowed to go again until Wednesday or Thursday you're going to be ready you're going to be excited for that workout whereas if you go every single day there are going to be those days where you just go through the motions and you kind of hate it most people anyways you're going to have those lulls 
And uh, these are almost non-existent in two times a week training. And the benefit there is even if they are, it's such a flexible schedule that you can just wait. So let's say you do Monday, Thursday training. And Monday morning you wake up, you have a headache, maybe you slept on your pillow, weird. Maybe you stayed up late Sunday night by accident. Maybe you have a big project at work, you just have to get to work, you got something else on your mind. It doesn't really feel like you're excited to train. Just wait till Tuesday, not a big deal. Do Tuesday, Friday, right? Or do Tuesday, Thursday. You're still getting 48 hours between sessions and just wait till the day you feel like you're ready. And as long as you're around the same structure of two to three days between sessions, um, you know, you are going to be fine. Your recovery is still going to be good. And you have that flexibility in your scheduling, which you may not normally have. So maybe it's like a holiday, right? You don't have to try to find a gym over Christmas. You can just do a session, um, you know, before you go to your families for Christmas. And then maybe you hit one session while you're there. Or maybe you just wait till you get home. And there you go. You got your whole week of training in. There's a lot of benefits that way with that flexibility and that super easy adherence. I think it's way easier to adhere to something like that. Um, And really, what are most programs doing? Weight training. I'm talking weight training. Most people recommend the experts, so to say, will recommend two times a week per body part. Right, And there's more complications here where you have to get a certain amount of sets, you have to get volume in, all these things. But in general, you're looking at two times a week muscle protein synthesis, essentially stimulating your muscles to grow a couple times a week or maintain. And that's just because of the cycle of how the spike in muscle protein synthesis works and then it falls back down and then you have to spike it again. And by doing it two times a week, you are elevating it more you're keeping it elevated i guess and most splits are going to be accomplishing this right with the exception of maybe something like a bro split where you're doing chest back legs you know shoulders arms and even in that case you might be getting that two times a week or more muscle protein synthesis your chest day might work some shoulders your back day might work some legs all these things are um, getting more frequency in but if you think of something like push-pull legs, push-pull legs, or upper-lower, upper-lower, that's two times a week, right? Your upper day is two times a week, your lower day is two times a week, and you're getting that two times a week muscle protein synthesis in. Two times a week full body does the same thing. You're able to get all your body parts trained two times a week and really accomplish what is important in the muscle growth and retention process. Now, I do want to clarify that in my version of this, It's not necessarily full body because I think the weakness and kind of why I don't do it, to be honest, is that you're really not able to isolate and specify like you would in a program where you go more days per week Um, because you're only going to be able to do so much, right? Two sessions a week, you have to do a lot of work in those two sessions. They're going to be longer. You're going to have a lot of exercises. You might get really tired. Um... So for that reason, if you're doing something like two times a week or even three times a week full body, I wouldn't recommend doing actual full body workouts where you have to do a bench press, you have to do an overhead press, you have to do a squat, have to do a deadlift. That's too much. You're going to be really, really tired and you're going to not train very well. Instead, focus on your preferences and your weaknesses. 
go through blocks of training and phases where you focus on something more specific. Let's say for the next month, you want to focus on uh, bench press strength. So you're going to do a leg movement, you're going to do a pole movement, but it's not really prioritized in your training. You're going to start with your press, right? You're going to do bench press variation, you're going to work on your weaknesses on that lift, maybe you do also a pause bench, maybe you work on triceps, do some shoulder work, you're focusing around that movement that you really want to work on, or even you could think of this as a body part, if you really want to grow your shoulders, you're going to base your two time a week training more around the shoulder work, pressing, and stuff like that, more than, you know, squats, because that's like a secondary goal that isn't really in line with what you actually want to do with your body right now. It's important to get it in, keep the movement in, keep the muscle, keep the strength. But if it's not your preference, it doesn't have to be prioritized. So it's okay to do leg extensions as your leg work. If a stronger squat isn't really your goal right now, if you want to do everything, maybe you do have to do a classic full body workout, but not all the time. Focusing on your weaknesses is just fine. And I think uh, you can isolate and stuff if you are willing to split things up and periodize a little bit. Um, and that's, that is the key. I, so when you do two times a week training, I would actually recommend cheating a little bit and making it probably like four times a week training. But those two sessions, you're not really going to the gym. You're just staying active and getting some kind of GPP in, which is, I guess, general physical preparedness so some kind of work to make you more in shape right I think that's important because two times a week to be active probably isn't enough and in my opinion you're going to want to get a little bit more work in it doesn't have to be weight training sessions though and that's what I'm here to say you can just be active and actually that kind of goes into the flexibility because you have more time to include things that are important like if you're doing push-pull legs, push-pull legs, that's six times a week in the gym. If you also want to be in shape and healthy and do some cardio, you're going to have to do that in the same day after the session or at night, and then all of a sudden you're doing a lot of gym-related activities. But if you only go two times a week, you have five other days that you can focus on things like cardio, mobility, um, you know, doing kind of some fun training, stuff like that. So I'd recommend more like stuff like sled pushes, sled pulls, uh, strongman training, runs, bike rides, things like that on those other days where you're just staying active, staying healthy, and kind of keeping that habit going, I guess. Um, and it's cool. You get the time to do that stuff where a lot of people that are in you know, more complicated, longer splits, they're not able to because uh, it's too much time. It's too much time commitment because you're already in the gym so much that you're skipping everything else. You're skipping the cardio, skipping the mobility because it's just more time dedicated to that one goal. It's not giving you a ton back. So that's it. You can do it. And I think that the fallacy here and the error in thinking is that you're not able to make progress this way because the studies might show that an op there is an optimal way to train in my opinion, the studies are flawed a little bit. It is good information. It's important to know. It's important to review that stuff. But they're flawed in the sense that if you're also eating a good diet, your diet's on point, your training is properly programmed, and you are making progress, you're getting stronger, you're adding volume, you're recovering. If you're doing all those things 
I don't, if you try to tell me that you wouldn't make good progress training only two or three times a week compared to five or six, uh, even if you're doing all those other things properly, uh, man, I don't think I'd believe you. I think I would be able to debate you on that because a lot of people think it's all or nothing, right? It's either two times a week and you're eating Cheetos and playing video games and you're just going to the gym once in a while or it's six times a week eating chicken and broccoli only, right? It doesn't have to be. You can combine those things and you can be you can be well-balanced, have a flexible schedule, recover well, be motivated more often to train and still make great progress. So there's a lot of ways to the same goal and conclusion. If you're like me, maybe you want to be in the gym four days a week, five days a week. Because I have a home gym, I feel like I like to use it more. I feel like I need that physical exertion. I struggle doing so much work per session. I like having a little bit shorter sessions, for sure under an hour and a half, and that's really pushing it. I like to keep my sessions around an hour. And if they go longer than that, I definitely notice um, my effort go down. It's a struggle. It's a, something to push through. But if you're a little bit different and you like those longer sessions, you like being a little bit more whooped at the end, you're okay with specializing in something for your little four-week block and then continuing on, you'd rather have the extra time to do other stuff, you can get to the same place. I truly believe that. If you and me started training at the same time, we both optimize everything. I'm training five days, you're training two. We could get there roughly at the same time maybe give or take a few months, but I think you're going to get to the same place as you would training more. Don't feel like you have to train so much is basically what I'm saying. There's a point of diminishing returns. There's a lot more to life. And the good news is that you don't have to not take fitness seriously to train this much, right? You can be a serious fitness person and train only a couple days a week. They're not mutually exclusive. That's it for today, guys, episode 341. Uh, if you have any questions about today's topic or how you'd program things, you can reach out to me on Instagram at stoltzfit, S-T-O-L-Z-F-I-T, or through email, jordanstoltzfitness at gmail.com. I always put those in the description of the podcast. You're able to get a hold of me, ask your questions. I'll respond, I promise, or I'll answer them on the podcast. That's today's show. I'll see you guys next episode. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on, on fitness, fitness, food, and, and freedom. freedom.